Okay, we are re ready to begin this week's Parshas, Parshas Yisro. And in the Sefer Vayarevna, in uh, volume number two, in this week's Parsha, the um, second question, um, the author asks the following thing. He says that there was an interesting question that was asked him by a soldier in the, uh, in the Israeli army. A soldier who was uh, religious, who was uh, Shemir Mitzvah, Yorishamayim, somebody who fears heaven that he was involved in the Gaza War, the Cast Iron War. Oh, okay. And this was the story. On uh, Shabbos night, the soldier tells, he was involved in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in the war, and he was hoping to uh, get a, a little bit of time off for relaxation. And then he would be able to sanctify the Shabbos. He would be able to uh, sanctify the Shabbos and maybe taste a little bit of food, look up at Shabbos for the honor of Shabbos. However, the, uh, the war was difficult. And um, it continued on without uh, stoppage. Without stopping, not even for a second. This is the way it went from the beginning of Shabbos until Shabbos afternoon. Then... They actually had a break, and when they got back to the base, he fell into his bed, exhausted, and fell into a deep sleep. Mm. After three hours, he was woken up, and he heard the commander that said that they're going back to, uh, to the front lines, going back to, uh, to fight. So as he was uh, still groggy from his sleep, he thought to himself about the clock. And the clock said that there was another half an hour left until Shabbos was over. <laughs> so he thought to himself that maybe um, when Shabbos is over, um, he won't be able to do the mitzvah of Havdalah. He won't be able to say the rite of Havdalah. Because if he would be, he's going to be involved in the war, he won't have time to do so. So he said to himself that perhaps maybe he'll say Havdolah now, half an hour before Shabbos is over. Now, one is allowed to say uh, Havdolah, as we soon see at that time. He didn't, he didn't bring in the Shabbos, but the mitzvah is to say Havdolah. So he said to himself that perhaps maybe he will say Havdolah and fulfill the mitzvah. And the Shulchan Aruch provides for this the uh, the court of law in number in Hilchah Shabbos, the laws of Shabbos, in number two hundred and ninety three, number three, Reish Tzadik Gimel, Siv Gimel, says like this: Somebody who was an onos, meaning that they accidentally were unable to do the mitzvah of Abdullah. They were forced. They were for, by exterior circumstances not to be able to do Abdullah. For example, says the Shulchan Aruch, one is not allowed to walk outside of the city as we studied last week. One is not allowed to walk outside of the city. The mitzvah, there's a mitzvah in, the, the, in last week's Parsha, Parsha's Bishalach. The one is not allowed to walk outside of a city inhabited area according to the Torah, about six miles, and according to the rabbis, 0.6 miles. So, 
2,000 amas according to the rabbis. So, this person needed to do a mitzvah outside of that space. So, he needed to get there right after Shabbos. So, on Shabbos, he went to the border of the place where he's allowed to go. And so, in that case, he would not be able to make Havdolah. That place, he would not be able to make Havdolah. So, in that case, what should he do? So, the Shulchan Aruch says that he is able to daven Mairev of Moitzi Shabbos, meaning of the conclusion of the Shabbos, from Plaga Mincha and onward, which means an hour, about an hour and a quarter before Shabbos is over. Okay, so this time of year, it's about somewhere south of five o'clock. He's a lot of Davin Mincha, a Mairev. And he's allowed to say Havdolah then also. So theoretically, a person is allowed to daven Mairev and say Havdolah when it's still daytime. But when it's still in the middle of Shabbos. But he brought in Shabbat. Sorry? He brought in Shabbat. It doesn't matter. The Shabbos comes whether he brings it or not. Oh. The seventh day of the, of the week, right. according to the Torah, is Shabbos. Right. Does, does this act of Havdalah actually, I'm entirely jumping the gun here, but does this act of Havdalah actually have an effect? Oh, so you're jumping the gun. Time or later? So you're jumping the gun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, however, it says the Shulchan Aruch, he should not say a bracha on the candle. And also, you can't do any categories of work which are enumerated in Shama 73a until sunset. So, so he... he no, sorry, in, in, uh, in, uh, it's nightfall. Until the stars come out. Until the stars come out. So he just does the bottom half, yeah? Sorry? Yeah, yeah. So he just does the bottom half. Right. Yeah. So the, that's, what, uh, that's what the halacha says. As a matter of fact, is it, yeah, that's what the halacha, that's what the machaber says. If he's not able to make havdol. The Mishnah Brewer in number 9 says in his halachas, still, some of the, the, the achronim, the later commentaries say that one should not do this. Because people are going to think that they're not going to understand what this person is doing. He's making Abdullah in the middle of the day. Yeah, and also, maybe he'll get confused and think Shabbos is over and he'll make himself food. He'll do one of the malachis. And specifically in our time, that the custom is to do like the Rabbonon. There is a machlokas, which we're not going to get into, between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbonon. When is nighttime start? Rabbi Yehuda holds the nighttime starts from five o'clock, from an hour and a quarter before nighttime. The Rabbanon say nighttime starts when uh, nighttime starts. Later, after sunset. So our custom is we follow the Rabbanon. So because of this, you shouldn't really shouldn't really do this, unless there is no other reason. He shouldn't really do this. It's prohibited, says the Mishnah Baruch, to do something like this. To daven Meyerv early. And even though on Shabbos afternoon we daven uh, Meyerv early, meaning before Shabbos starts, that's because there's a mitzvah to add to the Shabbos. Okay, so as far as the halacha is concerned, the person can do this if they have no other choice. But... 
but it's preferable not to. So this soldier said to himself, okay, I have a half an hour left to Shabbos, and the halacha says in the Shulchan Aruch that I can say Avdol, I'll make Avdol now. But he didn't say RV. He'll dive in my also say Avdol now. That's what he said to himself, in our case. So, uh, okay, fine. So he said, Havdolah, picked up the cup, and he said, Havdolah, didn't make a bracha on the candle, like the Shulchan Aruch says, right? He made Havdolah, and as soon as he finished Havdolah, he realized that he never said the Kiddush. He never said the Kiddush. There's a mitzvah to say Kiddush on Shabbos. And since the war started before Shabbos, he never said Kiddush. So now he said Avdallah without saying Kiddush. What? So now he wants to know what should he do? Now, if a person doesn't say Avdallah, let's say, for example, on Friday night, they forget to say Kiddush. What? They have the meal? They were, yeah, they, they said that they had the meal, they didn't have the meal, whatever it is. They forgot to say Kiddush on Friday night. So the Shulchan Aruch discusses this, this, uh, the Shulchan Aruch discusses this example. The Shulchan Aruch in 171, in the laws of Shabbos, Resh, Ayin, Aleph, discusses what happens if a person forgets Kiddush. 171, number 8. He says like this, if a person does not say Kiddush at night, whether by accident or on purpose, they have to pay it back the next day. And they have the whole day to do it. The Ramon says, and they have to say the whole Kiddush that they would have said at night during the day. So whatever it says in the Siddur, to say for Kiddush in the evening, they should say that during the day if they forgot to say Kiddush at night. Right? That's what they should do. That's what it says in number 7. But now he's stuck. What? Now he's stuck because he already made a dollar. So now what happened, except the mission of the, 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 one should not say Vayachulu. One should not say Vayachulu Hashemayim Aretz B'chot Those are the Psukim in the Torah that I found in Barashas that Hashem finished the universe. So you can't say Hashem finished the universe in the daytime because He finished it at night. So that part He has to skip. But the rest He has to say. So now this soldier said this soldier said that if I would be that I didn't say Havdalah and I forgot to say Kiddush because I fell asleep. Right? So I would have to say Kiddush now. But now that He said Havdalah can He say the Kiddush or not? So the question that we're asking this evening is, can somebody say Kiddush after they say Havdalah? Can somebody sanctify? The usual process is, as soon as Friday night comes, we say the Kiddush. And when Shabbos is over, we say Havdalah. But in our case, it's the opposite. Can the person say Havdalah and then say Kiddush afterwards? Because he was asleep. But? Was he was asleep. He was exhausted. The, uh, he was fighting a war. The circumstances allowed him, even though he shouldn't do that. But since he felt like he was going to miss it, he said it. Is there a question? 
What? When, when he says Hagdala during the day, in order to satisfy the mitzvah of saying Hagdala, right? Has he he has he he hasn't really separated the sacred from the profane because he's no he even though he said the Abdallah, he's still prohibited from from the, the work from Melakim. So if he hasn't really made that separation, it's still Shabbat. He's only said the, the Abdallah in order to satisfy the mitzvah, but he's not going to be able to do it later. Wouldn't he still be in Shabbat and be allowed to say? Well, that is the question. The question is, what is he doing when he says Havdalah? Right, exactly. What is he do? What is Havdalah? Right. Right, that's the question. Right. And once we have an answer to that, we're going to be able to figure out whether he can do that or not. Okay. Right. Usually, Havdalah in the eyes of people is, it's the end of Shabbos. Right. So now, he did the end of Shabbos, but he forgot the beginning. Can he do the beginning when he already did the end? Because usually he's supposed to do the beginning, then the end. But can you do the end and then the beginning? Yeah? Don't we end the Shabbos when we read Arvid? Yes, he did that too. He said, I'm Abdil Ben Kodesh, It's not nighttime, it's still daytime though. He did it during the day. Half hour before Shabbos was over. But he realized he woke up in the middle, he woke up in the middle after, right after he finished all of that, he realized he never said he never did the beginning. That's the question. So, the Vayerevna quotes a Rabbi Tuumim in his Sefer Oiver Orach. And he has this question. He actually has this question. He says, I have a question of somebody who never said Kiddush the entire Shabbos. And then close to Moti Shabbos, he did have Dollar. And then he remembered that he didn't say Kiddush. That is the exact question of the soldier that he asks. So what's the issue? Does he have to say Kiddush or not? Because. Why should he have to say Kiddush? It's still Shabbos. Because it's still Shabbos. So maybe he has to say Kiddush because he's not allowed to do any work. And it's still daytime. So that you could say he has to say Kiddush. Or do we say no? Maybe... It's no longer Shabbos. Who is he holding like to make Kiddush, to make Abdallah anyway? Can he hold like both positions? Right, so that's the issue. You hold the position that says it's nighttime after, after this time. Now, why should we say that the Shabbos is over even though Shabbos is not over? So says Rabbi Toumim that here we can have an example of where Shabbos may be over even though it's not over in a case where it's not Shabbos. But in the case of where one puts on tefillin, what's that? In the Shulchan Aruch, number 30, number 5. The Shulchan Aruch here says in number 5, there are those that say, let's say during the week, it's not Shabbos. There are those that say, a person forgot to put on tefillin the whole day. They didn't put on tefillin. They woke up in the morning and it happened. They didn't put on tefillin. And so now they decided that they're going to daven myrev. They're not going to listen to uh, what the Mishnah Brewer said before. They're going to dive in my now 5 o'clock, an hour and a quarter, a little bit less than a hour and a quarter before nightfall. And so they, they dive in my they dive in the evening play, pray, prayer while it was still daytime. And then after they finished the evening prayer, they remembered that they didn't put on tefillin. 
What? They daven mincha already. And they didn't put on tefillin then either. So now after he daven married, he remembers that he didn't put on tefillin. So can he put on tefillin? So there are those that say, He should not put tefillin on after that. Why not? Because if he davens myrev, the Mishnah Brewer here explains, if, he da- if a person davens myrev in the daytime, their davening myrev in the daytime declares that it's no longer day, because one davens myrev in the evening. So their declaration with their action is, is that it's night. So, if they put on tefillin, then they're going to say it's day, because one puts on tefillin only in the daytime. So, how are they going to say that it's day and night at the same time? If they say it's night, they can't say it's day. Therefore, says the law, that one should not put on tefillin in such a case. However, the Mishnah Brewer concludes that no, really everybody agrees that he should put on tefillin. He should put on tefillin, but not say a bracha. Because he's putting on tefillin already. As long as the stars did not come out yet, he can put on tefillin, not say a bracha. So says Rabbi Tuumim, do we say, do we say, that, it's still Shabbos? Because he can't do work, it's during the daytime. And therefore he can say Kiddush. Or do we say no? Since he daven myrif, it's not Shabbos. Because he says it's not Shabbos by davening myrif. And therefore, since he daven myrif and he said Abdullah, he made a declaration that it's nighttime. If he made a declaration it's nighttime, then he can't say Kiddush. That's his question. Can you say Kiddush or can't you say Kiddush after Abdullah? But but you, you, you said you can put fill on no bracha, right? But he, no, he can't say Barapi because since he missed the Friday night Kiddush, he's obligated to say it, if he's obligated. But if he's not obligated, then he can't say it. And if he does say just Barapi and he's obligated the Friday night, he doesn't fulfill his obligation. You can only say Barapi and just the bracha itself during the day after you said the one at night. That's a, that's a rabbinic. What? That's a rabbinic kiddush, right? Just say very often in the day. Yeah, so it's right, but that's not going to help you with the Friday the night. So what do we do here? Says Rabbi Tumim, he says like this: He wants to say that he's obligated to say kiddush. Why? So he says because mishum sha'alav shehivdil hariyadain also the malacha. He said Abdullah, but he can't do any work, can't sew himself a coat, he can't make himself eggs, he can't drive his car. Even though he said Abdullah, still he's prohibited to do all of the categories of work Shabbos 73a. So because of that, it's still Shabbos. And since it's still Shabbos, what? We still have to go to work. Well, he can do whatever he wants, but it's still Shabbos. Shabbos is not over. He can't do any work. Therefore, says Rabbi Tuumim, he can't do any work for his own purposes. For the war, he does whatever. What? 
for the war he does whatever he needs for the war, but he can't for his own purpose. Right, but if he right if he decides to if the war is over that second, then he can't go and uh, you know pretend act as if the Shabbos is over. You hear? Now, so says the Vayerevna that Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orabach quoted in the Shemira Shams Gilchasa by Rabbi Neubred in chapter 47 in number 4 in his notes, number 31, seems to concur to this ruling. How does he concur to this ruling? Because he wants to learn the following Rambam. The Rambam in his Laws of Shabbos Chapter 29, law number 1 says like this, Mitzvah It is a positive commandment according to the Torah, to sanctify the Shabbos. Now what does this class have to do with this week's parsha? Says the Rambam, he has to sanctify the Shabbos with words. Shenemar, as it says in Parshas Yisro, in the Ten Commandments, Zohar es Yoim HaShabbos. You should remember the Shabbos Likacho, to sanctify it. Kloimer says the Rambam, Zachreyu Zechira Shevach should how should you sanctify the Shabbos and how should you remember it? By praising the Shabbos and saying Kiddush. That's what the Rambam says. So now, the Rambam says like this, also, this mitzvah includes sanctifying the Shabbos when the Shabbos starts. And this mitzvah includes sanctifying the Shabbos when the Shabbos ends. Oh, no. How do you sanctify the Shabbos when it starts? By saying Kiddush. And how do you sanctify the Shabbos when it ends? By saying Havdalah. So, the Rambam learns, the Rambam learns that the obligation to say Havdalah and to say Kiddush stems from the exactly the same words in this week's Pasha, from the same words of the commandment, Zachas Yom HaShabbos. Remember the Shabbos Lekachei to sanctify it. So much so, that the Magid Mishnah here in his commentary on the Rambam says, wait a minute, that means that the Rambam holds that it's a Torah obligation not only to say Kiddush, it's also a Torah obligation to say Havdalah. Because he derives it from the same verse, from the same Pasuk. Not everybody agrees to that, says the Magimish. Not everybody agrees that that's the case. It means you have to do Havdalah because it's the Orita? It's a mitzvah according to the Rambam in the Torah to say Havdalah. Of Zohar's Yom HaShabbos, you should remember the Shabbos when it leaves. Not a, only when the Shabbos, when it starts. Is that how the Shulchan Aruch also holds? I don't know what the Shulchan Aruch holds, but that's what Shulman Zaman says. You hear? Now, says Rabbi Shulman Zaman, that this you maybe help me to understand this. Let's, our original question is, can you say Havdalah, can you say Kiddush after you say Havdalah? So Rabbi Shulman Zaman agrees to Rabbi Tuumim and concurs with him because of this Rambam. He says that since saying Havdalah and saying Kiddush is derived from the same source, therefore it doesn't make a difference which one you say first. Because you're saying the same thing. What are you doing? You're praising the Shabbos and sanctifying it when it comes and when it goes. 
So what's the difference whether you're doing it when it comes or when it goes? Do, do both of them when it leaves. First they have to let them to say the Kiddush, why not? It's the same mitzvah, you're sanctifying the Shabbos. That's what Rav Shama Zaman says. And so therefore he concurs with that ruling. Now, as a side point, I noticed here in the um, I noticed here in the notes of the of the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa, he has an interesting thing. You know, when a child turns the, the he quotes here the um, the Minchas Chinuch. The Minchas Chinuch is a commentary on the Book of Education, the Sefer Chinuch. So the mitzvah to sanctify the Shabbos is mitzvah number thirty-one. In mitzvah number thirty-one, where he concurs with this Rambam, the Sefer Chinuch, the Minchas Chinuch wants to make the following comment. He has the following halachic question. What happens... Now, a person turns bar mitzvah when they're 13, but not really. A person turns bar mitzvah when they're physically bar mitzvah. The estimation is that they're physically bar mitzvah when they're 13. So when they're 13, 13, we assume that they're bar mitzvah for rabbinical mitzvahs, but for Torah mitzvahs not. Unless we can confirm for sure that they are bar mitzvah. Physically. There are certain physical signs that indicate that they are bar mitzvah. So what happens, asks the Book of Education, if a child was not bar mitzvah on Friday night? Therefore he didn't say the Kiddush. And then he turned bar mitzvah on Shabbos morning, physically. Now he's obligated in the Kiddush. Does he have to say the Kiddush? Is it considered that he missed the Kiddush? Or is it considered like he didn't miss the Kiddush, he just wasn't there? That's what his question is. So, the, so the Minchas the, Chinuch the says, I say that he doesn't have to say the Kiddush. Why not? Because it depends on how you look at the next day, why you have to say Kiddush when you miss it. The question is like this. I have an obligation to say the Kiddush on Friday night, right? Do I have an obligation to say the Kiddush during the day? Or do I have an obligation to pay for the Kiddush that I missed on Friday night? What? Meaning, when is the mitzvah to say the Kiddush? Friday night. Friday night. Mm-hmm. So now, if I miss it on Friday night, what am I doing during the day when I say the Kiddush? Am I making it up or am I fulfilling an obligation? If I miss a test in school, and then I come back and I take it, am I making it up, or is that the time for me to take the test? So, you could be making it up, unless the teacher says, listen, you could take the test on Monday, and you could take the test on Tuesday. Then if I come on Tuesday, I'm not making up the test, I'm taking the test on Tuesday, because that's my option. So when the Torah says, make the Kiddush on Friday night, Am I, am I obligated to make the Kiddush on Friday night and Shabbos day? Or am I obligated to make the Kiddush on Friday night and I make it up on Shabbos day? How can you be making it up? It's the same, it's the same, you have the same mitzvah. How are you making it up? If you make... Because the mitzvah dom, is... Because the mitzvah is to say it on Friday night. But isn't, isn't it also a mitzvah to say... To say in other words, isn't it like... At the beginning... Isn't it, isn't, no. it like, isn't it like the situation where you're supposed to be not allowed to leave certain things, certain sacrifices over until morning. The rabbis say, L'chatechila, you, you, you should eat before chatzos. But midaraisa, really, you have the whole time period up until the dawn comes up. 
to fulfill live mitzvah? Well, he makes that analogy. There is a sacrifice called the carbon Chagiga, which one is supposed to bring every Yantiv every for the first day. What happens if he misses the first day? He's making it up on the second day. It's the same thing. But, so now, but that, that's two different days. What, so this is his question. His question is, am I making it up during the day or am, or am I fulfilling an obligation during the day? What's going to be the nafkamina? What's going to be the difference? The difference is like this. If I wasn't obligated on Friday night, then I don't have to make it up during the day. But, for example, if a person was insane on Friday night, let's say they were insane. The insanity. Right? Or they were not bar mitzvah. Or they were not bar mitzvah. What if they were very, very drunk? Is that also yeah, let's say, whatever. Uh, just for our example, we'll, we'll do that. Right? But then, uh, Shabbos morning, they were. So now the question is, on Friday night, were they obligated or not? If they were not obligated on Friday night, they don't have to make it up during the day. If they were obligated on Friday, if, they were, if they're obligated not only Friday night, but during the day, so they're obligated now? So says the Minchas Chinach, my opinion is, is that the mitzvah is to say Kiddush on Friday night. And on Shabbos morning, if you missed it, you're making it up. Yes. Therefore, since this boy was not bar mitzvah on Friday night, he was not obligated to say Kiddush. And since he was not obligated to say Kiddush on during the day, he doesn't have to make it up. And therefore, he doesn't have to say Kiddush. But don't we do a Kiddush for Yom? For the Yom? No, that's a, right, that's, that's a different thing. Right? Okay. So, that's the opinion of the Menachas However, the Bach says the Shmir Shamis disagrees. He holds that there's an obligation to say Kiddush at night, and there's an obligation to say Kiddush during the day, and therefore this Bar Mitzvah Bachar was not obligated to say the Kiddush at night, but now he's obligated to say it during the day. Well, no, there's the day Kiddush and the night Kiddush, but yeah, if he missed the night Kiddush, he has to say the night Kiddush during the day, and that would be for the day Kiddush also. With, with, all, the, with all the bells and whistles. Right, with except all the bells, except, except for the Vayichu. Except for Vayichu, what? If a boy is not 13, he's with a mom, right? I'm in New York. Yeah. So my son is with, with a mother. Let's say he's 6, 7 years old, but he knows how to read Torah, does everything. Can he say it for her if she doesn't know how to say it? I don't know. That's not the topic. That's not the topic here. We're going to leave that for now. That's a whole uh, separate hour in that. Right. So, so, so now, now like this. To get back to our issue, Rabbi Rab Shlomo Zalman and Rabbi Toumim say that this fellow, our soldier, even though he already said Abdullah, he has to say Kiddush. If Friday night he was not bar mitzvah, then there would be a different issue. But he was bar mitzvah. Yeah. Right? And the fact that he couldn't say the Kiddush on Friday night doesn't mean that he wasn't obligated. Just yeah. because of the situation of war, he was unable to. Right. And the Torah does not require somebody who is unable to say Kiddush to say Kiddush, even though they are essentially obligated to say it. So since he was essentially obligated to say the Kiddush on Friday night, but he couldn't because he was holding a gun... Uh, shooting at somebody at the front lines. Yeah. Therefore, now he has to say Kiddush. The fact that he said Abdullah is, uh, doesn't uh, compromise his obligation to say Kiddush for two reasons. Reason number one is Rabbi Toumim. That he says that still now, after he said Abdullah, he still can't do any work because it's still in the middle of the day. What's the logic behind Rabbi Toumim? So the logic behind Rabbi Toumim is what the Ramban 
quotes in this week's parsha. The Ramban in this week's parsha says that really women should not be obligated to say Kiddush. Right? The Gemara brings up that issue in Brachos 20b. Why not? They should not be. They should not be obligated. What was I saying? They should not be obligated to say the kiddush, right? They should not be obligated to say. Why not? Because kiddush is a positive commandment which is bound by time. And the Gemara says in Tractate Kiddushin on page twenty-nine a that women are not obligated in mitzvahs that are bound by time. But I thought Shabbos. Wait one second. Let me me talk. Right. So so now so so therefore he says that women should not be obligated. However, as we know, that there are two versions of the, uh, the Ten Commandments. There is the version in this week's Parsha and the version in Parsha's Vayishchanan. In this week's Parsha, it says, Zohar Siyom HaShabbos, you should remember the Shabbos. Mm-hmm. And in the Parsha of Vayishchanan, it says, Shomer Siyom HaShabbos, you should keep the Shabbos. What's the difference between remembering and keeping? So remembering is you say Kiddush. Oh. And keeping is you do, cannot do the 39 categories of work. Right. And the Talmud tells us is quoted in the Mechilta in this week's Pasha, quoted in Rashi. And the Ramban quotes the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, page 27a, that the words Zohar and Shomer were said at the same time. Oh. So the same Talmudic statement in Tractate Kiddushan on page 29a that says that women are not obligated in positive commandments, say that they are obligated in all negative commandments, whether they are bound by time or not. A woman can't transgress a negative commandment. Therefore, says the Ramban in the middle of the, uh, in, in the name of the Gemara Brachos, that it's true that women should not be obligated to say Kiddush, because it's a positive commandment that's bound by time. But since they're obligated in the categories of work, they're not allowed to do work. They're not allowed to uh, cook and sew and hunt and all that stuff. They can't do that. That's one of them hunting. One of them is hunting. <laughs> for a the lioness hunts. So you can't, they can't hunt. What? So therefore, since they can't do the negatives, they're also obligated in the positive. Whoever has the shmirah, whoever has to do the negatives, also also do the positive. Therefore, women are also obligated to say Kiddush. Why? Because even though it's a positive commandment that is bound by time, it has attached to it a negative commandment which is not bound by, which is, which is, which they're obligated whether it's bound by time or not. So therefore, according to this logic, women should be obligated and have dole also, but that's a question. So, but, but that's not our issue. My only example, my only um, point from this whole thing is, is that whoever has the negative commandment has the positive commandment. Therefore, our would-be soldier, according to this Rabbi Tuumim, even though he made Havdola, but since he's still obligated in the negative commandment of Shabbos, mm-hmm. can't be exempt from the positive commandment of Kiddush. Because since he has the negative, he has the positive, and the negative and the positive always come together. That is the logic of uh, Rabbi Tuhumim. So now, and uh, this is, uh, we're, 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 almost, uh, we're almost done. The only uh, caveat here is, is that it's not clear the position of Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, even though his student Rabbi Neubert says that Rabbi Shlomo Zalman was of the opinion that one should say, that, that he's obligated to say the Kiddush, in, it is printed in Rabbi Shlomo Zalman's, uh, according to the Vayarev now who quotes it, it is printed in the Rabbi Shlomo Zalman's responsa, volume 1, number 3, 
then he says you should not say Kiddush after you say Havdalah. Why not? For the same logic that we mentioned before. If a person says Havdalah, then they are making a declaration that it's no longer Shabbos. If they're making a declaration that it's no longer Shabbos, then how could they say Kiddush to sanctify the Shabbos? Because you're still lighting the right? Wait, with a half an hour left to Shabbos? Mm -hmm. Rabbi, couldn't we make it worse? If we're saying that the Havdalah and Kiddush are sourced in the same the same requirement to be Zohar, to, to if we've done Havdalah, haven't we also in some sense done Kiddush? Yeah, it's the same obligation. That is what so if I fulfill the mitzvah of doing Havdalah, am I now not utter from the mitzvah of doing no, Kiddush? No, because it's an obligation to do both. both. They're both in the same place. Right. So that, that's and that's my question on the bar mitzvah. The bar mitzvah. Okay, we're going back to the bar mitzvah. So you've got a 13-year-old boy who's not physically bar mitzvah Friday night. And then overnight, physical manifestations come in on on Saturday. He's now bar mitzvah, right? That's to do it. So if the same source, it, you know, to remember the Shabbat, obligates both and it doesn't matter when you say them in what order then why wouldn't he then be obligated on Saturday to say the Kiddush why would not be obligated to say on Saturday the Kiddush because he never missed it being not bar mitzvah being, uh, being not bar mitzvah from a Torah perspective, not from a Torah perspective, meaning from a Torah obligation perspective, from a Torah mitzvah obligation, is if you're a little Martian. You don't exist. You were not on the planet. What? He is a cotton. He was not on the planet. And therefore, it's as if he was never there. So since he was never there, he never missed Kiddush. And according to the Minchas Chinoch, since he never missed Kiddush, there's nothing to make up. So therefore, yeah, from the same, the, the same Pasuk which generates the obligation to say Kiddush and Abdullah does obligate him in the Kiddush if he was there to say it. But he never was there. So therefore he's not obligated. This man, our soldier, who was at war, did exist on Friday night. It's just that being at war, holding a gun, sitting in a tank, is the same thing as somebody would have taken him before he took the Kiddush cup and tied him against the wall. And then he couldn't move. So he was obligated to say the Kiddush, but he just couldn't do it because his right. arms were tied. His, his arms were tied. So therefore now it comes the opportunity for him to say Kiddush. The fact that he said Abdullah doesn't, it doesn't uh, change, uh, change his obligation. And therefore we come to the answer of our question this evening, and that is, can you say Kiddush after Abdullah? The answer yeah. is yes. As long as... <laughs> As long as the stars have not come out, you can. Okay. I, I, I want to apologize. Can't, can't